What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We're bringing sexy back. <laughs> it's HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halloween sports podcast. I'll just say this. If you're if you're watching the YouTube VOD of this episode, you're not going to know what the fuck we're just talking about. But if you go back and watch the Twitch VOD, oh, yeah. um, it's there. Playing some sexy back. If, yeah. Because, Will, do you want to give the context as to why sexy back came into the conversation? <laughs> sure. Uh, we were going to start the show. And, like, the, the little voice line, like, the, you ready? Part yeah. from it, like, popped in my head. And I was like, oh, fuck, what song was that from? And Josh was like, I'm pretty sure it's sexy back. So we had to play it. Yeah. And then here we are. Cause it's, it's, we, we, we're JT stands here. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, that is, in my opinion, that is his best album is uh future sex love sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that for and sure. I think that's a bug. I killed it. Nice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Hey Louise sports podcast. This is episode 248 for the week of August 14th, 2022. The title of this episode is Roster Mania here, Roster Mania there, Roster Mania everywhere. Because, I mean, think Barbie, about it. Seriously. It literally is. Um, my name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man decked out in optic gear just coming from the beach, Will, <laughs> a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this uh, Monday evening? Not actually coming from the beach. It's just the tie-dye shirt that he thinks I was at the beach. And it's just the optic hat. That's all I got. Yeah, but you also own one of the new optic shirts. Oh yeah. That yeah, looks, do. it's tie dye as well. I do enjoy that yeah. tie dye optic shirt. It's good stuff. But yeah. I'm doing fine. How about yourself? How are you I, this Monday? I'm doing well as well. Um, you know, yeah. My backyard grass is growing. Yeah. You reseeded. I'm fucking, I, every time I go out there and I look at it, I'm like, this is true dad shit right now. Like I go out there and I look at that and like, I feel really good about myself. Because I've never done anything like this, like this big of a renovation before, where I literally killed everything back there, put a brand new grass seed down um, on a watering schedule and whatnot to get things back to where I want them to be. But yeah, very happy about that. That's how I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm ready to talk about some fucking Halo, though, with you. All right. Um, and those who are tuning in live, including Justin LaFleche, Goalie Sniper, and uh, new chatter, Peanut Mutt. Great name, by the way. So excited to hear your thoughts on the Pioneers. Happy to oh. tune in live. Welcome to the live show. It's good to have you. And yeah, um, I'll well, just, we, it is one of our topics for the show. Uh, before we even get to, uh, what's on this week's episode of the show, I do want to say that we're not going to have the consensus thought of what others have online about the pioneer situation. Okay. So if you were, I'll just plainly say it. If you were looking for like a, uh, yeah, fuck the establishment type take. That's not what you're going to get here. Um, we've went back and we've watched that video, um, a few times now, actually, just to make sure our thoughts are clear in our head and what we wanted to talk about. Um, I notated some things that I wanted to discuss as well when we get to that topic. Um, but yeah, we will, we will absolutely discuss, uh, their decision to depart eventually, uh, because it's technically not right now. Um, along with, other things about the partnership program, so on and so forth. But Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? All right, yes. Finally, we are actually going to talk about some supposed leaks on this show. Um, we are not typically a uh, show that talks about leaked or supposedly leaked information. 
Um, we kind of wait until things are fully solidified and actually announced before we talk about them on the show because we're not trying to fuel rumors. Um, but there were some supposed leaks that had come out about uh, like some of the HCS season three is what I'm going to assume they're going to be uh, the coatings, the weapon charms and uh, the halo world championship Twitch drops. Um, and I'm like, those seem innocent enough that I think it'd be kind of fun if we talked about them, what we like, what we didn't like, so on and so forth. If those are going to be real. Um, and then we have roster mania, believe it or not continues yet again, as we head into Orlando, um, tournaments are recapped. Also, I forgot to say halo.api lives on for now, for now. Um, we have our first topic of the pioneers leaving Halo. We have our second topic of Forge and how it could affect the competitive Halo scene. And then Rosteromania continues again, but this time in the Call of Duty scene. Because if you don't pay attention to the Call of Duty League, let me just say that the over the weekend was fucking bonkers. Um, it all went down. Oh yeah, because uh on the on the uh Optic podcast uh, they were, they did talk about how, um, Hex was talking about how they needed to have, or like contracts would be up like very shortly. So like their, their opportunity to sign or to like extend whatever it is, is like just like a week out from now or something like that. Yeah. So like th- big things happened over the weekend. We'll talk about all that later on in the show, but will, before we get into any of that, let's get into some competitive news. Um, new HCS regional bundles are available right now. This is by the HCS and they state proceeds from each purchase will go to our partner uh, tournament organizers to help grow Halo esports in each respective region. Um, if you paid attention to what Waterboy tweeted out, um, one of the skins looks just like, like a Navi skin. So there's, oh yes, yes. Um, I did see that. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, but you know, it, Maybe what we had that SR 152 thing go down it as is well. What it is it right is now. It, it is what it is. It sucks, but that's okay. Uh, Europa Halo with another tease. This is by Europa Halo. They say in 2020, English Halo defeated German Halo to win the First Nations Cup. Will we see a repeat of the title coming home in 2022? Stay tuned. Ellipses. Actually, it's like five dots, so more that's, than an ellipses. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you get you get the fucking idea. <laughs> LVT's Money Tuesday event has been announced. This is by Louis V. Titan. They state $2,000 Louis V. Titan's Money Tuesday presented by Lucid Sound and Power A. The main event is a repeat of the Grand Finals. Not the Grand Finals. What the fuck are you talking about? A, uh, a rematch of one of the matches within the North American Super, which was Sentinels versus G1. So that will be a little bit of a rematch there for you. The, there'll be another last Spartan standing tournament um, to be determined for info there. And an undercard, which is a 2v2, which again is to be determined. Um, it'll be on Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. So next week on Tuesday. And more details will be in the coming days. Hashtag Tuesday. I'm excited for the uh, last Spartan standing. Those tournaments have always been fun to watch. Hell yeah, I'm excited for the whole fucking thing. It's going to be a good time. Um, Orlando team passes are available right now. So if you wanted to purchase an Orlando team pass for the HCS Orlando major, you can do that right now. Get your team locked in and compete and try to win some shit. You know, (laughs) speaking of Orlando fucking finally. Yeah. And of course it's the event we're not going to fucking be at. Optic merch is finally going to be at an HCS event in an official capacity. 
It's going to be at Orlando, and they will have a booth. Hex confirmed it on the Optic Podcast. Um, they said He said that they will have a booth with lots of merch, and they will not. Uh, and then Hex joked about not giving discounts if you go up to him. So just don't ask him. Bring just, your wallets. Just don't. Bring your wallets and uh, make sure they're full and buy all the shit as long as it looks good. If it has that optic, okay. You guys are like really hit and miss with your merch. Some of it's awesome. Some of it is just why. Like the the green wall mascot looking dude thing. Why? You don't need that. But why not? Well, now they have this like uh, new merch line for Optic Day where it has an alien on it. I did see that. Yeah, and I'm like all right. I mean, you guys do you. It's fine. Um, yeah, I just I just like the I like the cla- I like the OG. Like the yeah, literally the, the clean style. Yeah, I like I like it clean. Keep it clean. Hill three ODST. Maddie says, "Can't wait to buy all of it and show you what I got." Or Maddie, you can buy us some too and ship it to us. Because that'd be really cool of you. And if you don't do that, you can go fuck yourself. I love you, Maddie. Also, I hope your foot's doing okay. I know what it's like to fucking... I swear to God, toe injuries are just very... They're just popping up all over the place. Me, my wife, you. It's just it, it, three people out of mil- millions and millions, you know? Crazy. Uh, Maddie also says, that's Optics Alien. He's an OG staple. And Beth says, we stand Optic Alien. Well, all right. We can handle that. That's fine. I just, you know, that's fine. Um, Maybe if you're nice to me. All right, Maddie, I can be nice to you. It's going to be difficult, but I can be nice to you. I can try. But yeah, Optics are going to have merch at Orlando. Finally, they're going to have a booth. Finally. So yeah, good for them. Seriously, that it's it's great. It's, I We've asked for it. Excuse me. We've asked for it for so long. And they understand that people just want to buy their merch. Like they have some of the biggest crowds at esports events. The green wall runs strong. You know what I mean? And people want to buy your fucking merch. So yeah, absolutely. Have a fucking booth. Sell your fucking merch. All right. Let's talk about some leaks. Now, again, we don't typically talk about leaks on the show. Reason being, we don't want to feel rumors. That's kind of the whole point. We wait for things to be established. We wait for things to be confirmed. And then we talk about them. But again, this seemed fairly calm, you know, and I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about this. You have to be an optic nation member to buy that. I see that by the way, because I saw it too. And I'm like, I like the blue. That looks cool. (laughs) Looks neat. Now now you just got me looking at optic merch. I know, right? Whoops. Katana says optic will have a booth at Orlando and worlds. Yeah. We talked about that Katana. We just missed it, but welcome. Uh, all right, let's talk about some supposed leaked stuff. The leaked HCS cosmetics. This is by uh, hijack over on Reddit, the user of hijack. If you have not seen these yet and want to see them, you can, if you're watching live, uh, type in hash, uh, exclamation point show notes in chat for a link to the show notes. You can check them out. We have the pictures in there. Or if you're listening to the version of the show, watching the VOD, it's in the description. You can click on that link and check them out as well. Um, but if you don't want to see them, then don't don't fucking look at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so let's go through the weapon charms first here. 
So we have a space station gaming what looks to be a gold bar. Is that what that is that what that's supposed to be? That's kind yeah. of what that looks like. Yeah. It has a net weight on it. Yeah. As well. Is it a thousand grams? Yeah. Yeah, it's a thousand grams. Not bad. Uh, okay. Sentinels might be one of one of, if not my favorite. The bo- it's like a box with the with the Sentinels logo. It looks like it's almost illuminated from yeah. the inside. Yeah. It's not bad. It's, I it's like good. that. I'm wondering how bulky it'll be on the gun, though. Oh, well, I mean, it's gonna fly around anyway. So if you have the if you have the Elite Series Two controller charm, that fucker just (laughs) 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 fucking nutty. Um, Optic Gaming's I am not the biggest fan of. It just seems very generic. The Spartan helmet with the OG and the visor, and it's all green, except the OG, which is black. Uh, somebody on Reddit talked about how they would have liked to see maybe literally a chunk of the green wall, you know? Oh yeah. Like that. I think that would have made more sense. Maybe a, a piece of the green wall with OG on it, whatever it is. Could have been I, like a spray yeah. painted look. Yeah. It just could have been better than what we got here. Sure. If this is real, uh, G2 looks slick. It's their classic logo. The samurai helmet with the two swords in the back and the G2 within the visor of the helmet. Yep. I like that. Looks clean. Fanatic and Navi's look a little too simple for me. Agreed. It's literally just their logo. Um, okay. We're we're gonna talk about this one a little bit more when we get into the coatings. But the E United charm. Pay attention to like that goldish yellow yeah, that's a, in there. There's a yellow ring. Yeah. Because when we get to the coatings, like when you go through the coatings, a lot of the teams are indistinguishable. Like, oh, those make, that makes sense, that makes sense, that makes sense. But then you get to what would be Space Station, I mean, what would be E-United's, you're like, wait, that's supposed to be E-United's? What's with the yellow? Do you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, E-United's I think I'm fine with. I just a little weirded out by the yellow because that's not typically their thing, I guess. Um, Phase, I like it. It's a foam finger, but it's the phase hand. Yeah. Yeah, phase. Uh, I think that's kind of clever. And then you have the cloud nine, which is literally a cloud with a happy, like anime face on it. I like that one. I'm, yeah. I might rock that one. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean. Very clean. And yeah, very happy. And different. Nice. It's not like, it yeah. just doesn't have like the cloud nine logo on it. It's something different. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get to the coatings. So we have, what do we think that is? Is that, so is that G2 or is that there's Sentinels? three black and red teams, right? One of them has got to be phase. The one on the far right. Oh, the far right. The red and black one has a little bit of that, like phase coating from before on the shoulder. Yeah. But that very well could be a G2 as well. Right. I can't tell the difference between the three. So here's my problem. We, we, I mean, we could kind of skip the red and the black ones because they all basically look the same. I would go almost G2. Okay. Sentinels. I can agree with that. Phase. Yeah, I can agree with that. So Optic decided to bring out their championship whites. Not a good idea. <laughs> That's my problem, right? It looks clean as shit. All right? Yeah. It looks very clean. But guys, we know what happens when you bring out the championship whites. You lose. Someone's got to break that curse. Hopefully it's the Halo oh, team. God, but you know, please. 
I'm scared. So yeah, you have you have Optic Gaming with the championship whites. That is a very very clean coating. It though. is clean. And then you have Space Station. What I'm assuming is Space Station. All gold. It matches the gold bar. Fucking going all gold all the way, baby. You're gonna be just popping. It's popping. It's popping on the map. You're gonna look like a sunbeam. Seriously, pop an overshield on oh. that bitch. Good luck. Poof. <laughs> Just obliterate the map. Literally bringing back the solar flare from the beta. <laughs> there That's what go. it's going to be. Just wear, these, wear the new space station coating. Um, next, we have what I imagine to be Navi. With uh, the yellow, but this time with a little bit of a blue accent to it. Yeah. Um, if I'm being completely honest, this might be my least favorite. I was in the same boat. Yeah. Right next to the, the giant gold man. Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gold, the gold I can respect. Oh, Maddie says Navi because you can't you Ukraine colors. See, now I'm gonna sound like a fucking asshole. Oh yeah, because obviously we, we didn't know we, that. Right, oh. we didn't know that. We did not know that. It's just when I look at that color scheme, it it's got like a a yellow camo type deal to it, and then like a splotching of blue. Um, Would you have liked it better if the like? The black and yellow was a little bit more concise then where the, uh, it was just full yellow with like maybe the black knee pads and elbows. Maybe, maybe put a little, maybe put a blue visor on there. Mm. Doesn't need to be like, doesn't need to be like the red visor near on the far right. It doesn't need to be that fucking vibrant, but sure. like just a, yeah, get a little blue a in little there. More in the visor. Blue. Yeah. Why not? Got it. If you're going to do it, just go full bore with it. Like fucking space station going full gold, you know? Um, Peanut Mutt asks, uh, maybe they'll donate some proceeds to Ukraine. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, and Maddie, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, uh, no, but seriously, did not know. Hey, you got to be nice to him for the optic. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Sorry, Maddie. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I honestly did not know if that was their intention to go with the Ukraine colors. Um, but yeah, it's just in terms of the coatings that we're looking at, not my cup of tea. Um, I'm skipping the other red and black ones because they all look yeah generic. Uh, Fanatic. I can dig it. I, I I actually kind of like how the orange is a little more subdued. This would be like, if we're making it, we, we should make a tier list. Ooh. But this would be like maybe a C tier for me, you know? Okay. We should do a tier list of all the HCS all coatings. All cosmetics? All the HCS coatings. That's a lot of coatings. You said all cosmetics. Oh, I did. Yeah, let's HCS call them down there. Uh, all HCS coatings, I yeah. understand. Okay. My brain got crosswired. You know what? Fuck there. it. HCS kits, because we can include the weapons in there. You know what I mean? And the uh, the warthogs. Yeah. United's the best man. And the ARs and the sidekicks. Sure. You, you, United the fucking white with just the blaring. The, oh yeah, the giant. The, are they white wheels or are they blue wheels? Either way, they're just, just yeah. It literally looks like a clown car when you're driving Which it is around. Beautiful. It's, it's crazy. Beautiful. Speaking of United, yeah. We'll move on to them. Um. So here's my thing. I actually really like this coating. If it wasn't for the yellow, if they just would have changed it to something else, because my one complaint about the original E United coating is that it was white with the colored accents. Yeah. When I wanted it to be a black coating with the colored accents. So I basically got what I wanted here um, except for the yellow, which I think it's a little weird. I've never seen that before on EU United stuff. Like I've, I, so that's why it's weird to me. If somebody wants to correct me and said that they've done this somewhere before, 
I just can't remember them ever doing it like that. I've never seen E United with a yellow in any of their branding, their marketing, their logos, whatever it is. Didn't they used to use it for like their like names and accents at one point? Did they? Tool says they could be rebranding. That's that's very true. They could be. It's just weird that they do it here, but I haven't seen it anywhere else. Like they do it in a Halo thing, but I've never seen it anywhere else. Again, I could be completely off base here, but I don't know. Um, but no, I genuinely like that coding. I that was one of the things I wanted. I wanted a black, uh, a mainly black Spartan with the red and blue accents on it, and I. Yeah, I genuinely like that. Um, and then Cloud9 is, again, we're skipping the red and the black because they all kind of look similar. Um, Cloud9's is just... They also have a little gold on the arm. Yeah, but Cloud9 kind of reminds me of Envy's back before they, before they became Optic. I think there's a little more blue in there. Sure. But I just it's wasn't a bad. fan of that one. Yeah, either. yeah, not a huge fan. Yeah, it, they didn't do much with theirs. They could have done a lot more with theirs. Granted, I mean, the red and black ones, they could have done a lot more with theirs too. But because if you think about it, Navi completely changed theirs. Space Station completely changed theirs. Optic completely changed theirs. And then you have some slight variations with the red and black ones, with Sentinels, G2, and Phase. You have a little bit of variation with Fnatic. Uh a little bit more of a variation with United and then cloud nine. We're just like, let's kind of dial it back a minute. I don't even know. Um, either way. I think something I like that optic did was they made the front of the visor green instead of like an all white helmet, which looks kind of cool to me. Yeah. I mean, the other teams, like there's some stripes on helmets, but no one really changed the front of the helmet. No. So yeah, like I said, I think, honest to God, my favorites are probably United because they kind of did exactly what I wanted them to do besides the yellow. Uh, Space Station, just because they went full bore with it and said, fuck it, let's yeah. go ham. And then Optic, because I do think it looks clean, although championships wh championship whites are cursed. I do think that is one of the best looking ones there. Um, Optic has little green stripes, which make it look great. It, it literally it just looks so good. It just looks so good. Um, Beth says, I remember them having a gold Jersey for champs one year. It was the regular red and blue, but the EU logo and names and everything on the Jersey were gold. Yeah. I think it was black ops for champs, whichever yep. one they won. Yeah. Um, there was just a, there was just a photo of Clayster's Jersey, right? Was it Clayster online with the gold, the lettering? That's what I think I, re I remember seeing. There you go. So. That's probably exactly what it is. Uh, tool says Navi SSG optic and G2 in that order for you. Yeah. I'm just, I, <sighs> I respect what Navi's doing because they did change it up drastically from the original. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it honest to God looks like if you, if I'm going to put it in kids terms, it kind of looks like a kid was finger painting or was taking like a sponge and splotch painting. Like that's what it looks like to me, hmm. which isn't necessarily bad. It's just not my cup of tea. And yeah. really, really, I get that from the leg. Like I, I just can't stop looking at uh, the leg. It is what it is. Um, way better lighting in the in the individual. Maddie, do you want to post it? Go ahead and post it. We, we can bring it up quickly. Tools? Uh, Maddie oh, says an individual thread with image, images oh, if you want it. There it is in chat if you want to go check it out. Yes. Let's bring it up real quick. Thank you, gentlemen. 
for that. There you go, Maddie. See, I can say thank you to you. It happens every now and again. Yeah, optics just looks really good. Okay. Oh, it's more of a digital print. All right, the Navi one does look better. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that does look way better. Look at that Cloud9 one. That looks that looks sick, too. Oh, shit. Now this changes everything. Just say, yeah, it changes our whole discussion. Now this changes everything. I still think Cloud9 could have done more, but Cloud9 does look good. United look looks great. Like... I just like the the subdued nature of that. Looks so good. That's got to be phase, right? This the oh that is it has the phase clan logo on it. Yep. Yeah, I think phase is meh. They didn't really do anything to me. It looks like I I like fanatic. It looks a little more subdued with the orange, but you know it's them. Like I like that. I'm down for that. Uh, there's G two. Yeah. With these red and black ones, it's like there's not a lot of variation. They look clean. Like, don't get me wrong. They look clean. Sentinels looks clean as well. Oh, Sentinels have a little... Do Sentinels have a little more gray going on? It's not like a black? That's what it looks like, yeah. Is that like a gray-blue metallic-looking thing? Okay. All right, I just got to see them in-game at this point. And, oh, um, yeah. And if these if these renders are, like, more legit, that Space Station one just fucking pops holy moly that space station going one just for gold. pops dude literally literally going for gold but guess what they ain't gonna it's fucking get it worlds in worlds matter they ain't gonna get it in worlds they ain't gonna get it there um all right and then let's briefly talk about again the supposed leak about the halo world championship twitch drops of which there are three well i guess five technically because you have the the armor effect the armor coating the br um, and then the two weapon charms. So I am a little surprised in the new era of HCS, so to speak, that they didn't change the world's emblem. Yeah. Especially considering they, they updated their logo slightly color wise. Like when they did a, like a slight rebrand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like the laurels though for, like the the armor effect. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I like that. It's it's not it's not like I like the flaming head um and the shoulders and whatnot, but I also think it kind of gives you up a little bit too easily. Yep. I like this because this doesn't seem like it's over the top. Um but it's a it's like a professional gesture. I like that a lot. And then I'm worried about the trophy flip flopping around like crazy. I mean, yeah. all, all the charms do. We oh, just yeah. Have to, we we got to live with what we get. Oh, yeah. But um, no, I agree with you on the logo. But no, I think the I think the drops look okay. I think the armor coating is just bland. If that is one of the drops, I think it's just bland. But I don't know if they're just using it on a generic Spartan or not. Sure. Either way. I like the laurel. I think it looks cool. Um, And yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to buy them no matter what. So I'm, I'm excited. All right. For the other shit. Let's talk about Halo.API. Yeah. So today is the 15th as the day of we, re- we are recording and doing the show. Um, it is August 15th, 2022. And therefore, this would be the cutoff date of the Halo.API services if they did not reach their goals. Um, well, they did not meet their goals, but they didn't. 
for all intents and purposes, it didn't really matter. So, Halo.API, the future of API support. This is by Keith Horwood of, A- of Halo.API. He states, hey, everyone. Two months ago, we announced that Halo.API would shut down on July 31st, 2022. Since then, there's been all kinds of support from the community. We've seen close to $1,500 in monthly subscriptions for the API, which has helped extend the support date further. The community goodwill has been nothing short of incredible. We have bad news and good news for the community. The bad news is is that we set fundraising targets and didn't achieve them. The goal was $3,000 a month to keep Halo.API alive in the short term and $10,000 a month to keep it alive indefinitely. Candidly, when we met Alexis, for the, uh, he was spending $2,500 a month out of his own pocket to build and support Halo.API infrastructure. Based on the uptake we've seen so far, it seems unlikely we can get this API to individual sustainability without working directly with 343. The good news is, is that we're a team of optimists with a deep love for the Halo franchise, and we know how to roll up our sleeves and get creative. We are going to keep Halo.API alive for the sake of the fans and our own ta- and our own passion for the franchise. Though this might not individually be a sustainable effort as a sole focus, we're going to take what we learned from building the Halo API and see if we can create incredible API experiences for more studios, titles, and communities. We have some exciting things in the works. By doing so, we think there's a chance to scale Alexis's incredible passion for creating great developer experiences around games. And the first step in doing so is the release of a Minecraft API available immediately. We're going to continue to allow paid subscriptions for the Halo API and support it as best we can, with the intention of supporting it at least until 343 Industries releases their own. We understand some members of the community may not be comfortable with continuing to support the Halo API given that we have not reached our subscription targets. And if requested, we will provide a full refund to any supporter who expected us to hit a tier goal to save the Halo API. That said, every little bit helps. The more we can generate in subscription revenue for the Halo API, the larger focus we can continue to invest into it. Finally, on public record, I just want to say that it would be a dream come true for our work to uh, for our team to work with 343 Industries in any context. We think there's a truly incredible collaboration possible in the future, and we appreciate all the support the community has shown via hashtag SaveHalo.API. The door is open. We look forward to whatever the future holds. Thank you for your patience and support. So, first up, what's up, Mar? Welcome, says, hope I'm not late to the party. You are not late. Don't worry about it. And Fresh Citrus, love the name still, says, hello, friends. Hello to you as well. Welcome to the live show. Um, so, I reached, okay. So part of me is a little conflicted on this. Okay. On the API stuff. On the API stuff. Because, and we, and we talked about it briefly in the discord server before the show. And I don't want, I don't want my words to get twisted here. I am very, very happy um, that they are going to continue to run this. I am very, very happy about that. But, and this is the cynical part of my brain. I can't help but wonder what if nobody donated any money to them? Would they have closed at the end of July? Like they said they would have? They, I just want things to be put into perspective here. They literally reached a little less than 1500 US dollars 
So $1,500, a little less than that, in order to sustain the API to today, August 15th. Their goal was to raise at least $3,000 a month to continue it in the short term. And again, $10,000 per month to run it indefinitely. Okay. Not just a one-time thing of 10 grand, but 10 grand a month to run it indefinitely. And they raised just less than $1,500 to continue supporting it to today. I'm not saying $1,500 is not a lot of money because it is, it's not, it's not a small chunk of change. Like it goes to pay people, goes to pay services. It's, it's good money. And again, I'm not trying to put words into their mouths or whatnot. It's just my cynical part of my brain was wondering, well, what did they have a plan in place? If nobody donated anything, were they actually going to shut the doors? Because while I am happy to support them, don't get me wrong. And I am very happy that they are continuing. It's just, you went from needing 1500 to get to today, 3000 a month to go as long as that would take you and 10 grand a month indefinitely to just, well, we're just going to do it now. Well, maybe to ease that cynical brain part, the way that I took it is they said they want to venture into other games, right? And they probably want other developers to pay them to develop APIs. Right. And I feel like they're going to use the halo API as a prime example of where they could fit in, step in and help games out. Absolutely. So I think they're keeping it running for that reason because that is like an investment that could better yourself in the future if you keep that running. It's a great Versus, thing on the resume to show off to. Exactly. Yeah. It's instead of just, oh yeah, we did this thing and shut it down because no one gave us money. Right. And no, I, I appreciate that. I do. And again, that was just my cynical part of my brain thinking because... Right. Well, any I mean, those thoughts creep in when they're, the, when they're like, oh yeah, we need this much money and then they don't get it, but they're like, we're going to keep running it anyway. Like, yeah. It's literally what my thought was. It's like, what was that whole momentum yeah. thing for? And I get that like at the same time too, they had, everything was happening what appeared to be so quickly that, you know, I mean, it, it was it probably had to have been hard for them to even ask for money in the first place to keep, the, right. to keep the doors open. So like I said, I'm just, I'm very happy that it is continuing because Lord fucking knows we need it. Um, Maddie says, from my conversation with the guy from AutoCode, while the donating and sub goal was taking place, they were thinking, talking with others about other options. So I'm guessing they came up with other ways to support it during the whole thing. Thank God. I'm confusing how 10 grand runs that service. That's a lot of money. Um, well, there's a lot of things that it needs to go into, including staff, including like backend services, servers, whatever it may be. There's a lot of stuff. Um, but I also reached out to um, Halo Data Hive, uh, and um, he's yet to post anything, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's yet to post anything, but he's going to look into the statement that they put out and see what he needs to do, um, if anything, to keep the to keep the ball rolling on his side of things so Halo, Dad, uh, so Halo Data Hive can continue as well. Um, but yeah, I just I he was the first person that came into my mind when they put out this announcement. I'm like, okay, does this mean he's coming back? Like, does this mean, are we yeah. okay? Are we okay? Um, so yeah, he'll, he'll look into that and uh, expect an announcement from Halo Data Hive once he's able to comb through it and figure out what's best for that. Um, so yeah, this is a, 
this is a a win. I'll say this is a this is a we'll take this win. This is a win for the Halo community as of right now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. And apparently if I'm really nice to Maddie, he'll get me some optic merch. Uh, so Maddie, this is just a, a little bit of a check-in during the show to say, I love you. I appreciate <laughs> you. I appreciate everything that noob combo does. Um, noob combo has merch that you can buy as well. Some fire fucking merch. It's over on their, they have a merch button on their website, noobcombo.com for all your Halo sports needs. You should go check it out sometime. <laughs> daily tournaments, uh, Z league and first blood daily tournaments. Those are taking place on Monday, August 15th. Uh, that's today. We have the esports arena totally. series E what so today, today. And then the HCS FFA series for Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, EU, and North, uh, North America. On Thursday, August 18th, we have the HCS Open Series North American Top 8. And then on Sunday, August 21st, AMD Halo Infinite 5K 2v2 LAN. The HCS Open Series uh, for EU, Mexico, and North America. And the IG Galaxy 1v1s are also taking place. Tool says all the optic merch is pretty bad in my opinion. I'm telling you, man, we talked about earlier tools. I'm not a fan of their mascotty stuff. I'm just not. It's not for me. It's just not for me. The alien, I respect it. It's old school. I respect it. It's just not for me. And then the fucking brick wall mascot thing, not for me. Um, the 21st is also the uh, Australia, New Zealand regional qualifier. Yes. Thank you, Maddie. I appreciate it because of course that's the one fucking thing that I forgot to post because you know why I forgot to post it. I actually have an excuse for this. I was going to do it as the last event because what I try to do is when making the show notes, um, I try to put like the, the quote unquote biggest one at the end of the list. So that way it's the most fresh in people's minds because the last one that was stated, you know what I mean? At least that's my stupid reasoning for it. So there is thought that goes into this, believe it or not. It's crazy. So yes, that Sunday you have the HCS Australian uh, Regional Championship Qualifier. It's now in the show notes. Thank you, Maddie. As always, such a swell guy. So wonderful. Love you. Just love you. Don't get his head too big, man. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Tool says, Money Tuesday on the 23rd. Hey, yes. Week. Maybe if you wait, Tools, until next episode of the show. And we talked about it in the upcoming tournament. We did. It's like there are segments for this, Tools. God, tight ship here. Yeah, we may go off the rails sometimes, a lot of the time. Most of the time. We have fucking structure. Sometimes on this show. Fuck. Whack fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love that TikTok oh. so much. All right. And that's it for upcoming terms of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Make sure to check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo sports needs. And, uh, what do we got next? Rustermania! Part one! Yeah, yeah, realistically. (laughs) It's a good point. Yeah. It's a great point. Um, so, so Halo, you know? Hey, Uh, Halo. We'll start with the Halo 
because that's what we talk about. That's what here. our show's typically about. All right, native gaming. Yeah. It's going to be King J, Piggy, Mines, and probably Mickwin. Yeah. So the reason why I put probably an asterisk is because um, also welcome pancakes to the show. Oh my god, Brian, she's fucking. Oh, Christ. Brian. I'll read it in a second. Um, <laughs> so the reason why I say probably McWin is because he has been, if you, pay, if you follow McWin on Twitter uh, every now and again, he'll post like days countdowns until he's eligible to compete again. And uh, he has said that um, he, I believe he has said that he will be playing for native gaming. Um, and I don't know if this will be the full, I don't know if this will be the roster at the, when the time comes, but as of right now, those are the three that are on that team. Um, and again, Mickwin, once he's eligible to compete, will compete with Native. Uh, it just depends on what his teammates are going to be at that time. Um, okay, I feel like I it, I need to read this, especially Brian with the yes. two-year Reese. Jesus, two can you fucking, fucking years. believe that? Ugh, I, I can't two, even. Damn. I look at how many episodes we have. We're coming up on 250. Yeah. We're coming up on 250, dude. I two can't weeks even, away, huh? It's crazy. Shit. Um, Brian says, oh, snap, that's a two-year bomb right there. Better yet, better yet, we're only two months out from HCS Worlds in Seattle. The hype hasn't quite set in yet, but we're almost at that point. It better not be 90 goddamn degrees up there like it is down here and rip everyone living in Texas with the never-ending triple-digit uh, weather. That shit sucks. Fortunately, it rains a lot in Seattle, and I haven't seen rain in a few months. Would love to see some of that. Anyway, bowling time. Have a good stream. Motherfucker. <sighs> Brian, with the two-year resub and the clusterfuck of a paragraph, you, sir, get a woo! And thank you so much for the two years. Enjoy your bowling. Yes. May the pins go down. May all your pins go down. May you get no gutters. May you get no splits. May the strikes be ever in your favor. And may you bowl a perfect game. Go ahead. We'll continue. All right. We'll move on to Mind Freak. Uh, this is going to include Dino, Benji, Ingestix, and Junior. Next up, Bullet enters free agency. It says unrestricted free agent for Orlando and Seattle. 26,880 points. Let me know if you want to run some games. Open to competing with the NA team and change region. See where Bullet ends up. Follow with the barcode trade. Yeah. Yep. Uh, JK7 enters free agency. He says FA, 10,866 points. Every time like, these players the point, like, post their point totals, I'm like, man, you just really put an emphasis on how much the points don't fucking matter. Like, I mean, they do, but like when I see a number like that, I'm like, what the fuck does that even, what does well, it mean? Like the total team points determines your seed. Oh no, I agree. It's you want to like be above crazy. getting, you know, you want to, you want to be in the good bracket to start. No, I, <laughs> I agree with you. It's just when I see those point totals, it's not like, it's, it's not like the points are distributed by like fives, tens or something oh, like yeah. that. Like they're by the hundreds. 866. You know I mean? It's crazy. Right? It's just crazy. Go ahead. Next up, Diagram enters free agency and he says, unrestricted free agent for upcoming tourneys and land events. We got some G2 news since the super. Yes. And Barcode is heading back to Australia. Callis states on Twitter, uh, reflecting back on the North America Super, a.k.a. HCS Texas Online Land 22, I can't be more proud of the team. We overcame a lot of odds together. Also wanted to say thank you to Barcode for going all in so we could have the best chance as a team. We'll be waiting for you 
for you go ahem and kangaroo yeah. emoji. Yes, kangaroo emoji. Instead of a goat. It's kangaroo. Cause us. Yeah. Anyway, uh next up, Navi updates. Uh Perry to Foxy Kenyon is now transferred to the reserve. Sad day for me. <laughs> I know, sad day for you indeed. <laughs> but Arkel, so snaky, okay. Brown replaced him. You're going to try to do that I got to do something. Oh, God. Two okay. Foxy's gone. Now you're just putting disrespect on two Foxy's name by trying I, to emphasize no, okay. so no, no, snaky. No. I used to emph- emphasize so snaky as well back in the day. Okay. Because they teamed together back then. Why don't we just do so snaky? Snaky. <laughs> I'm a snack. Anyway, moving on. Fanatic updates. This is by uh, many. Yep. As there was multiple things that came out about this. Yes. Uh, HCS update. As we set our eyes on qualification for the world championship and after a disappointing run at the Super. And every other fucking event that you're a part of. Both Super CC and Coach Strobe have been allowed to explore new opportunities. A huge thank you to both is it Chasen and Casey for their time under Fanatic. We currently in the process of tr- uh, trialing new players. To compete, I'm putting extra words in here. Trialing players to complete the roster going forward. Feel free to reach out to team director Kojo if interested and stay tuned for more updates. Uh, Super CC then states, Sucks how things worked out and I had a great time teaming with some of my best friends in Halo. Best of luck to Fnatic and everyone on the team. I'll be exploring all options moving forward. Strobe then states, No longer head coach at Fnatic. I'm looking to coach any top tier teams in the space and want to make a deep run at Orlando and Worlds. Previously, I have coached Allegiance, Renegades, Elevate, Fnatic, filled in for Liquid, Optic, Tox, and Reciprocity, DMs open. So, if you need a coach, Strobe's out there. He is out there. We have one last team for you, and it's Envor's team. This is going to include Envor, Arctic, Hysteria, and Tony2 Turnt moving forward. Yes, and they're looking for an organization to represent them. So, if you are an organization that is interested in representing them, fucking go for it. And then the, uh, the last piece here, I'm going to hand over to Josh. Sounds good. So Torrent uh, leaves Halo. This is by Torrent. Another one bites the dust. To our fans, we've made the, de- the tough decision to exit the HCS. Torrent's exit from the HCS is the same as when we entered. Nothing but respect, passion, and pride in supporting a scene and community that we love. Until we don't. We're deeply passionate about Halo as a franchise at Torrent, but these are the hard choices we have to make when considering what spaces to engage with. This decision doesn't come easy. Over the past couple of months, we were invest- We have invested significantly in our players, Halo, and HCS. Exiting the HCS comes down to evaluating how much resources we were getting as a team versus how much we were putting in. I imagine this has to do with lack of partnership. With limited opportunities for content and us not qualifying for the HCS partner program, oh my god, we decided that fielding an HCS roster is no longer in the cards for Torrent. But guys, they really care. They really care about the scene. Thank you to Filthy G, Hotshot, Ghost, Huss, and, Huss, and Aperture for representing Torrent to the highest caliber. We'll continue fi- uh, financially supporting our active players for the remainder of our contracts and offer our full support toward any new opportunities they pursue. Thank you to the fans who support us along the way. Until next time. Well, hopefully you don't fucking come back next time. All right. Ooh. That's it for Roster Mania this week. Yes, it is. And if you're wondering why we did not talk about the Pioneer situation is because we're going to do that in our first topic of the show, which comes up after Will talks about the tournament league recaps over the last week. All right, let's go through it. Esports Arena Series E results in fourth place. You had Soul Crushers, which included Kyle Groovy. Uh, Groovy. Rails. 
uh, I'm going to go with Eli and Facity. Third went to Trail Mix, Neighbor, Bohm, Name, and JK7. I like that name, Trail Mix. Trail Mix. I like that. Second went to Blackhand, Sylvanic, Diagram, Cortex, and Avenue. Don't pay your players in crypto. And first went to Native Gaming, Piggy, King J, Mines, and Huss. Hell yeah. Congratulations to them. That's awesome. Moving over to the HCS free-for-all series for Australia and New Zealand. Fourth place went to Plasma. Berserk took third this time. Scoobmeister in second. Scoob. Scoob. And then first went to Beastin. Beastin! Uh, FFA series for Mexico. Fourth place went to Gambino. Third was Lure. Second went to Drax. And first, Tapping Buttons. Congratulations. Is that... <laughs> is that three in a row? It might be. I think it is. I'm trying to remember, like, sometimes weeks just blend together for me. So, like, I forget sometimes when we talk about episode to episode, you know, life happens. Yeah. But, yeah, is, that might be three in a row for tapping. Good for him. Killing it. Yeah. Uh, for EU, fourth went to Hybrid, third went to Blizz, second went to Legend, and first went to Snipe Drone. And then last but not least for the uh, FFA series, yeah. North America, fourth went to Tactical Rat. That's a good one. So it is a good one. Uh, third, Exemplified. Second, Porky J. And first went to, uh, I'm going to say, Matthias8331. Nice. There we go. Uh, moving on to the Open Series. Again, we'll start with Australia and New Zealand. In fourth place was second to none, which included Chief, Hendra, Spectre, and GL, GL, GLS is Hyper. Don't know why I struggled on that one. Okay. Uh, Mind Freak, Ninjastics, Junior, Dino, and Benji took third. In second was Divine Mind, Sways, Pipperins, Plasma, and Rated. And first one to the Chiefs, Madzy, Berserk, Slays, and Beaston. The open series for Mexico in fourth place was Mix Up, uh, Chrono, Verza Jet, uh, Renegan, and Cooler. Third went to Timbers Esports, Strikey, Nugget, Gambino, and Noble. Second went to, uh, is this another uh, CN adjacent team? That's what I'm fucking wondering, dude. When I saw that, I'm like, wait a second. Wait a fucking second. Second was Dra- Dragianak, uh, Hunjel, Zaron, and Sepstars. Then first went to PK, Pittsburgh Knights, Atso, Drift, Tapping Buttons, and Pool. HGS Open Series for EU. Fourth was J-Lings Esports, which included Morga, Septic, Flux, and Quadios. Third went to Blackhand, Lonnie, Mista, Glory, and Ebby. Don't pay your players in crypto. Second went to Ascend, Legend, Mosick, and Snipe Drone. And first went to Navi, Jimbo, Kimbo, Mighties, and Snakey. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Navi actually won one of them. Woo! No, seriously, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, maybe Snakey was the key they needed. That's that is definitely a possibility. Another thing to keep in mind too is that uh, I believe it was they went to a game five bracket reset as well. So like it was, it was a marathon. Yeah, it went down to the wire. Um, congratulations to Navi for finally taking taking the throne here as it were granted this is online but hey this is a tournament win um so yeah that's that's awesome to see i just love how much the competition is heating up over there on that side of the world as well um and now we have the australian new zealand championship coming up too and before where it was just the chiefs dominating everything now divine mind has really stepped up as well um and it, I think it's going to be awesome to see what happens there. So, perfect. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, the Open Series for North America, 
And of course, these are the teams that have now qualified for this coming Thursday. Yes. Uh, the, the, the first four are in winner's bracket. The last four are in losers. Perfect. So the first four in winners. United. If you don't know, after the switch up, it's Ryan Newbrain, Suspector, and Manny. Complexity is now Neuronical Monster Veteran Cycle. Space Station, still Ace Suppressed, Collect, and Tylenol. And then Proton Gaming, Posey, Fantasy, Rob the Turtle, and Haynes. Maddie says it was back-to-back bracket resets for the... Um Oh, for for fucking EU and Australia, New Zealand, right? Like, I think Australia, yeah. New Zealand also had a had a bracket reset where the Chiefs won that one. So, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Maddie, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, the remainder of the HCS Open Series for North America that are going to start in losers are Forbidden Fruit, Tony Carmea, Hysteria, and Envor, uh, N8V, King J, Mines, Piggy, and Aperture. Native. Native. That's, mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lions, Burton, uh, Parzelli, Mort- Mortally, and Hotshot Ghost, and then Shopify Rebellion. Mental, precision, cherished, and explosive. The COD guys coming in again. I don't know about A and Z, but I know it was for you. I, I, I think, I do think, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry to derail just for a second. I'm going to go We're look good. back at the bracket um, and just take a peeksy peek. Yeah, it was it was back-to-back. It was back-to-back uh, bracket reset. The, the second... Best of five did not go to a game five. It went to a game four for Australia, New Zealand. But yeah, it was a game five bracket reset for the first side. And then in the bracket reset, it went to a game four and the Chiefs won. So yeah, fucking I, like I said, I just love how close the competition is getting now at the top. It's exactly what we wanted. Now we just need to see this more on the North American side of things too, but it is great to see regardless. All right. Well, you ready? Um, yeah, let's do it. All right. First topic of the week. Let's talk about pioneers leaving halo. Um, if you have not seen the video yet, you can feel free to do so again. If you type an exclamation point, show notes in the chat, or if you're listening to the audio version or check out the VOD of the show, it's in the description. Um, and it is under the first topic and there is a link to the video. You can check it out. It's a little over six minutes. Um, and they talk about, things along with why they are eventually going to be leaving the HCS. So before we get into the reasonings, again, this is to, to clearly state this, they are not leaving yet. They are not leaving yet, but they will be leaving. Eventually they're going to see their players through, um, as long as they can basically. And, once and they will assist the players in getting a better and going to a better opportunity if one shows up for them. Um, Jolliums, welcome. Also, thank you for the follow earlier. Greatly appreciated. Yes. Um, says it's not a quote. It's not about the partnership. End quote. Here's a six minute video about how salty we are that we didn't get partnered. Okay, I, I'm glad. I, I'm glad we're not alone in that. So, yeah. here's okay. I opened the show with this statement. When you go on Twitter. It's the internet. When you go on Twitter, when you go on Reddit, and you see the post of pioneers exiting the HCS, a lot of the comments are, this is unacceptable by Halo. This is unacceptable by the HCS. Why the fuck would they do this? Pioneers have done so much for the scene, for the community. They should have been partnered. They deserved it, blah, blah, blah. Okay. If you, again, I'm going to say this before we even get to the topic. If you 
are coming here expecting that same sentiment, you're not going to get it because that's not how we feel about the situation. I'm not trying to talk for Will, but we talked about it before the episode and it feels like we're kind of in agreement here. That's not this, what we're going to be doing. Um, Luckily I ranted before the episode. Yeah, because you felt like, I swear to God, it really felt like you were like going to be hotter than I am coming into this. So Pioneers put out a video explaining, again, it was a little over six minutes explaining how, okay, I'm going to go through the bullet points here. Yeah, yeah. you you actually took notes. I'm yeah. just kind of going with the flow on this yeah. one. So yeah, absolutely. Get, get your notes out first before I okay. ramble. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, and then feel free to interject if you want to as well. Okay. okay. Same thing with chat too. Feel free to interject. Well, this will be a little discussion here. It's our first topic of the show. So they talked about, quote, going all in, end quote, on the players, the team, the game, believing in the future of Halo, and talked about loving the players and loving the community. When in reality, it sounded like them expecting to be made a partnered org in Halo. Um, then throughout the video, they were touting their, they were tooting their own horn, talking about the KCP and Royals boot camp. Um, they were, they spent six figures throughout being in Halo. Um, they have done as much, if not more for the community than other organizations have, but they don't want to say that they're better than any org out there. Okay. They state that it has nothing to do with financials as to why they're, why they're leaving. I think that's bullshit, but that's kind of besides the point. We'll talk about that. Um, one component as to now one component as to why they are leaving. Yes. Is actually because they were not partnered. It wasn't the all the, it wasn't the only reason, but it definitely was a reason why they're leaving is because they did not get partnered. Um, another component is that they're, there's no clear path. This is their words. There's no clear path to partnership and no clear path for the future of the sport. Okay. And if there was ever something that I was going to agree with, that would be the one statement that I agree with as of right now. And we'll talk about that. too. I, I, I agree with half that statement because we are getting roadmaps. Yes. The, there is a future for the sport still. Yes. But the, the no clear path to partnership. And again, we could talk about that uh, in just a second as well. Um, what they did say is it has everything to do with transparency and feel, and they feel like they're being gate kept. Uh, they don't feel like they're being respected by the developer. Um, they don't want people to question their commitment to the team and the fans, and they will support the team until the players are able to find a new home. So I put a question at the end of this. Okay. Okay. And the question I had was, and I already know the answer to it because basically they were not partnered. So here was my question that, again, this is just in my mind. I just put on, I just put into words and, it, and I just said, so why not just stay in the game? If it had nothing to do with financials, if you believe in the players, if you love the community and if you love halo, then why not just stay? Uh, Peanut says it was a bummer. Yo, Chica. First up, hold up. Chica with the resub for two months. Thank you so much. You get a woo. It says, howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back. Uh, Peanut says, it was a bummer simply because they were fun to root for, but they handled this, this horribly. As a fan of Halo Esports and not really specific teams, it just makes me want to see a new, different team in their place. Peanut, we haven't even gotten to the tweet after the fact yet. Oh, boy. But you are 100% spot on in my mind. And Tool says to make a statement, but 
to me, if if you just wanted to stick it to the man, the man doesn't give a fuck. Like you say, you as in pioneers say that you care about the players, you care about the community, you care about Halo, and yet you want to make a statement by sticking it to the man to be like, "Yeah, then you don't like me. I'm out." Like fuck you then. You clearly didn't care that much to be in here in the first place. Now, on the other hand, and this is the one thing that I agreed with, okay? The one thing that I agreed with was the no clear path to partnership. Now, Will and I talked about this beforehand. Yeah. And we, from what it sounds like, the HCS have a list of prerequisites that they require in order for a team to become partnered. We don't know exactly what that list contains, but it sounds like they have that because otherwise, why the fuck would they be doing this? Like they have to have a, uh, an outline as to what they require before a team gets partnered. Now the not having a clear path to partnership. Part of me agrees with this because we understand how kind of piss poor the communication has been from an HCS perspective to these organizations. From what we heard in the interview that you did tools with Tashi, it definitely sounds like this was an issue and, and is an issue that needs to be rectified. Um, but then on the other hand, if HCS have these things that a, an organization is required to have before this organization is to be considered for partnership, then I would expect that to be the path. Now, I don't think it's like the best path ever. Obviously I think there needs to be better communication. It needs to be a better path outlined, but you have technically, and I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to bootlick the HCS right now. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I think they handled this poorly as well. It's just technically there are things that exist to be like, well, these are the things that we needed you to hit. You didn't hit these. So no, then and tool says KCP handled this piss poorly and they did. And I fucking agree. Will, before I hand it off to you, two things, the tweet, and then my closing thought on this. So KCP wants to be considered a professional organization to be partnered with a professional division of a professional developer of a professional publisher of a professional company in Microsoft. And when you decide that you want to leave, you decide for the memes to just put another little jab out there with a dumbass fucking tweet that has since been deleted, but you did it anyway. If you want to be treated like a professional organization, then start acting professionally and stop acting like fucking man children. We already have enough man children in this, in this scene that we see on a daily basis. I don't need that to be portrayed within an organization itself. Grow the fuck up. Jolly says, uh, I'd like to see three for three implement something like CSGO majors while attending teams, get something put into the game to use for crowdfunding, support the team directly for making worlds and help the world overall event. And Maddie said, um, Maddie says, and then farm viewers to go to your Twitch channel where you'll say things that you wouldn't tweet. Ma Dude, I'm telling you, they, yeah, they are. Yeah. And Maddie actually brought up a really good idea that, uh, Maddie, I forget who you said had talked about it beforehand. Um, you, and for the record, you gave credit. Uh, but you talked about how, like what rainbow six does, right? Where you have your different tiers or Maddie, uh, uh, Martin, Maddie and Martin, um, talked about having different tiers. Yes. Legendary Martin homes. Yes, indeed. 
Voodoo Man himself. Having different tiers of esports organizations within your uh, league, excuse me, and those different tiers have different things that they are able to sell within the in-game store. Um, so depending upon the tier that you are, you get to sell a more variety of items, additional items, or like if you are just one of the first tier or like entry tier organizations, then maybe you just have a weapon charm that's sold or something like that. And I think that's definitely something that could be looked into for the future. And maybe they are looking into that for the future. That'd be awesome. Um, but just if we're just taking things in the context of what we have today, then yeah, I'm just more mad about the pioneers and how they handled the entire situation because I'm sick of all these. I'm sick of seeing all these fucking organizations come out and say, Oh, woe is me that we didn't get accepted. And we, and we're not saying we deserved it, but look at everything that we did. Okay. Motherfuckers, you're acting like you fucking deserved it. Okay. It's so, it's so fucking annoying. It's so fucking annoying to me. You s- all this tooting of the own horn. Look at everything we did. We do so much more than every other organization does. We're not saying we're better than them, but look what we did. We're not saying we deserve it. But yeah, we didn't get partnered. So we got a dip. No, it has nothing to do with financials. We love the community. We love Halo. We love our players. And for the record, I think it is great that they are sticking with their players until something happens. I want to make sure that point is fucking known. I think that's great, and I think they're doing great by that. But to act, to play the fucking victim card the entire time, shut the fuck up. You're a professional organization who has funding behind you. Start acting like it. You don't deserve shit. You're not owed anything in this world. Fucking earn it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you covered most of it. Um, Sorry. No, um, you're right. The whole video was, they mentioned it a ton. It's not about us not getting partnered, but legit, that was the, that, that was the, the decision point. It seemed like where they decided to go away. When you say um, it every fucking other sentence, it definitely feels like it. It's like, they're trying to convince themselves that that's not the reason. Right. They um, did say that it's not the only reason, right? but when you keep talking about it, and all the stuff that they put out there after they weren't partnered. That's, that's what's in our face basically. Yep. Um, gosh, I don't know what else to say other than, I'm sorry about that to take it all away. Um, <laughs> thanks for trying. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know, like I, I'm at this point, the way they've acted, I'm kind of over it. Seriously. Like that's, that's my biggest thing. I did want to root for them at some point, but right. not, but now it's just like after all this bullshit that you put out in there, just just get out get out of here. Right, and you act like th- this. The real the big thing that irks me is that everybody understands, or at least I hope everybody understands. Clay, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. I hope everybody fucking understands that it's a fucking business. Maddie said it. Tashi said it's not a rewards program. The partnership program. It's not a rewards program. Yeah, it, it has to be beneficial for both parties. You're not owed anything. 
You don't deserve anything. Okay? I get it. All the fans of the Can- of the Kansas City Pioneers, all the fans of Ascend, right? All the fans of all these or- and, and Ascend handled this beautifully. They said, "Hey, we didn't get partner, but we're going to do everything we can to keep fighting for this region." Hell fucking yeah. So love you guys. That's great. Like, but seeing all these organizations that come out and be like, well, we didn't get accepted into the partnership program that only one to three teams in the next year were going to be accepted for anyway, and we're out. Fuck off. Seriously, what did you expect to happen? What did you expect to happen? And yes, Maddie, you're you're correct. G1 handled it well as well. Status quo handled it well as well. Like, there are a lot of organizations that did handle it well. There's a lot of organizations that haven't said anything yet. And they've been rejected. And that's great. Because guess what? In the grand scheme of things, you didn't get in this time. Maybe you'll get in some other time. The world moves on. And to all the organizations out there that came out and said that, woe is me, we didn't get partnered, so we're out the HCS. Fuck you. I guess with KCP too, it's not like it's not like they weren't placing well and God. winning money. But right? it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. In the in the partnership program, it doesn't matter. You're, You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, like, for the org's benefit. Yeah, right? no, right. I agree with you. That's why I said the question. Why not just fucking stay? It's, uh, they also mentioned something in the video about it's the communication with 343, right? Like that's the transparency and all that, but. And I agree with that too. I said transparency and communication is a big issue. But then it, I mentioned this to you before the show too. Yeah. Um, if, if you have all these ideas of what you're looking for in a partnered org yep. and you give that out to the organizations, like. I could just see it being posted on Twitter by some org being like, oh, the HCS is asking for too much. They're gatekeeping all these orgs from not getting in and doing all the kind of what we have already a little bit. (laughs) Yep. But using those restrictions against them. So why would HCS give them out? Why not just you submit what you have? We'll review how we can work together and move from there. Because ultimately it is the HES's decision. Right. And Tool says it's not, it's a money issue. And that's the thing, Tools, because in their video, they say it's not a, it has nothing to do with financials. That was their words. They said it has nothing to do with financials. And if you recall, I said when we started talking about this topic, I personally think that's bullshit. But I can't speak for them. You know what I mean? Like, I have to take their word at face value. When they say it has nothing to do with financials, well, then I guess... Well, I may completely fucking disagree with that. I guess it has nothing to do with financials. And that brings me right back to my fucking question. Why not just stay? You are making money in your placings at majors. Not a ton of money, but you were making some money at placements at majors. I don't know how much you were paying your players at salary. That's another thing too. They talked about how... We invested in our players at the end of Halo 5 when like 10 teams were in Halo 5. That wasn't our choice. You made that decision, you fucking moron. Look, awesome that you did that. The players, I am so happy. I am genuinely happy that you are supporting your players. But don't play the fucking victim 
when you're coming out here being like, well, we support, we fucking came in at Halo 5. We've put in so much money ever since coming into the scene. Look at everything that we've done, man. Just look at everything that we've done. Look at everything. That's awesome. Look at all the stuff that you did. That's great. That's that's awesome. I'm so glad that you did everything that you did. That boot camp, fucking awesome. It was great. Like you said, it's the first time anything's ever been done like that. That was, un- that was amazing. That was awesome. Does it matter in the grand scheme of things? No. Did it have any weight as to you being accepted or rejected from the partnership program? No. So if you really care about the community, if you really care about the game, if you really care about your players, why not fucking stay? If it's not a financial issue, clearly you're still going to, it sounds like you're still going to pay for your players. It sounds like at least for the time being, you're still going to be at Orlando. And if you qualify, you're still going to be at worlds unless something drastic happens in the next few months. So the only thing uh, Maddie did say, he thinks they invested too much too fast into too many titles and need to stop the bleeding. Right, and that's the thing. Again, I again, I agree with everything you guys are saying from a financial standpoint. When, but when they say that it has nothing to do with financials, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Uh, Maddie says Halo 5 Pro Series technically wasn't even a part of the HCS and neither was ESA tournaments. But guys, they invested they invested it, in their team in Halo 5. In Halo. They did. Look at everything that they did. You want a fucking pat on the back? You want a cookie? I'm not going to give you one. But I bet they I bet your fans will. If you if you're really that interested in getting a pat on the back for the shit that you did or a cookie, then I bet your fans will give you one. Feel free. Go ask them. Fucking man children. It's insane. I swear to God. And if it is, I have to take them at their word. They say that it has nothing to do with financials. Hypothetically speaking, if it is about financials, then why not just fucking say it is? Stop beating around the bush and give us the real fucking answer. That's hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. But if I'm taking you at your word and you say it has nothing to do with financials, then in my opinion, you're acting like fucking children and getting out. But you do you. And I'm not saying the HTS is some rainbow and sunshine and unicorns and everything amazing because it's not. It has a lot of road bumps. It has a lot of shit that's being worked on. A lot of it has to do with the game being in the state that it's in. Jesus Christ. Um, Tool says one of the KCP went on a rampage on Reddit, but he deleted all of his comments. Oh, wow. Crazy. Says he's going to link something he said, but oh, well, you can link it if you want. If, if you have it screenshotted or something, please, you can send it our way. But all, all I'm saying is like, that just proves the point even further. They're not acting professionally. If I guys, if anybody watches this or listens to this and tools, DM us, please get in the, get in the DMS. You know where we are. We love you. Get with us. Come on. 
if if this ever gets listened to by anybody, I just want I just want people to understand something. Three four three industries is owned and operated by Microsoft, the company of Microsoft. Do you guys understand how big of a company Microsoft is in the world? In case you didn't know, they created Windows, the operating system. Just giving you a heads up there in case you didn't fucking, you never know. know? (laughs) A lot of Mac users out there. Hey, here we are. Uh, But in in all seriousness, the partnership program is meant to be literally that. A partnership. Okay? A partnership between a professional organization that is looking to uh, looking to do more for this scene and carry the scene further and the HCS which is a division of 343 Industries which is owned by Microsoft a professional or uh, professional company okay a publicly traded company and if you are not going to act professional when this is supposed to be a partnership and you throw a tantrum and you poke little jabs with memes online all because you didn't get accepted in the first wave of partners, the first real wave, not considering the launch. You know what I mean? Then fuck you. I, it's just, and I said, I, I, I said you were going to get more heated than me. And here I am just every, just talking about it gets me more riled up about it. Because that video was so playing the victim, playing into what, look what we've done. Look at us, pat us on the back. We deserve this. We're not saying we deserve this, but we, we deserve this. You want to be a professional organization? Start fucking acting like it. Take a note out of every team. Take a note out of every organization that is posted online accepting that they were not accepted into the partnership program. Look at everything that they said and that they're still here. Take a fucking note. Will you want to talk about forge? Sure. Okay. A little bit more happy go lucky. Kind of Just a little, a little bit. All right. So that was the end of our first topic. Yeah, Hope yeah. you enjoyed that fucking bullshit. Um, and uh, yeah, to put a bow on this, Beth says, and the general Halo community giving them exactly what they were hoping for. Exactly. That's exactly why I fucking, I bookended the segment with, if you were expecting us to be nice to them, not going to fucking happen because it's not, no way. Jesus Christ. It's insane. The amount of people who just don't fucking get it out there, but whatever. All right, Forge, let's talk about it. So, if you guys have not been uh, paying attention uh, to the internet, basically, there are a ton of Halo Infinite Forge leaks out there. And for all intents and purposes, it looks really cool. It looks really, really cool. The amount of things that they're able to do. But if I bookended that last segment, I'm going to bookend this segment. I'm going to start with this. What's up, Shirzy? Good to see you. And actually, it's perfect you're here because you actually pop into this so- uh, into this topic. Look at you. Perfect timing. I just want to say this about Forge. The question is circulating online 
Will Forge save Halo Infinite? My personal answer to that question is no. Because you need to keep in mind all of the game's systems at play. Even when even when Forge releases. I'm not saying that these issues will still be there, but they still could be there. I'm talking about desync. I'm talking about the matchmaking issues. All the underlying issues that are in the game are not going to be saved and not going to be fixed when Forge comes out. They could be. They definitely could be because, you know, they work, they work on bug fixes in tandem with new features, obviously. But they might not be. And I don't want you to think that when Forge releases that ever, that this game is magically going to be the thing that it always should have been because it might not be. I want everybody to keep their expectations in check. Okay. I know it's hard. It's the internet. It's difficult to do because the Forge leaks look amazing, but everybody needs to keep expectations in check. Tools. Forge will be perfect with no mistakes. This is slander. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Shirzy says Forge will help bring people back. If the BR rumor is real, then we'll get a second chance. Absolutely. And that BR thing is a topic for a different show. Um, God, we talked about that so often before the game even released, but let's talk about forge in the context of competitive halo. Okay. Okay. So Envor put out a tweet and this tweet was, I would love to Now This was, uh, well, actually this was just a separate tweet and it said, I would love to see new forge maps that can be put in, put in competitively for next season. When forge comes out, not trying to go back to old maps. It's nice seeing people create them though. And then Jimbo retweeted, um, a forge user who had created, I think it was lockout. If I'm not mistaken, I've seen lockout and, um, I think the pit. Yeah. So far it was one of those two. He had retweeted a tweet that was, that was focused on that. Um, Oh, tapping one, four in a row. Oh, it wasn't three. It was crushing four. it. He's just absolutely crushing it. All right. So Jimbo retweeted that tweet and said, my fear becoming real instead of creating new unique maps, we will stick to old maps for nostalgia. And then Shirzy, Here's Shirzy says, nah, just for people forging right now, testing stuff using old maps, as template is the wave. Not to mention tweeting a random map. No one knows won't get close. Those clicks. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Jimbo says, the thing is people will focus so much on them. They won't try new maps and be forced to play them in competitive. I talk strictly from a competitive POV. Uh, I should have specified. And Shirzy said, I think if an old map is forged and plays well on infinite, it's only a good thing. Plenty of new maps were forged for competitive during Halo 5 that I didn't enjoy. I mean, Shirzy, if we're talking about literally the two that got added to the competitive rotation, um, what the, do you remember Echelon what they were? Yeah. And Echelon was with the Pelican. Yeah. And there was the one with like the middle area with all the jumps yep. to the side. Yep. OV bottom mid. I didn't like either of them. Yeah. I did not like either of them could not stand them. Um, and then just savage replied to Jersey and says, yeah, I don't know if some people will take consideration of the game's me uh, mechanics and abilities when making those maps. It'll also spark others to request their favorite maps on their favorite titles. After these have been comp uh, competitively figured out, uh, after these have been competitively figured out now, which I think would uh, feel stale. So that's my problem as well is that, I have always been in the mindset of that. I want new, and this is coming from somebody who has watched competitive halo for a very, very, very long time. Um, 
I am a fan of new maps, new experiences, making the players learn something new, especially given the mechanics of the game. And I think Jessa has it right, where unless, unless they make these remakes of maps, and all this is all assuming that when Forge releases, that we'll have Forged maps in competitive. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's absolutely not, because we've had it multiple times before. Okay, let's be 1,000% real here. We had it in uh, 3 when Foundry released. That was where we got um, Amplified and... Why am I forgetting the other one? Literally on Foundry. Either way, once Foundry came out, the boom started, right? We had uh, competitive maps in Halo 3 via Forge. Um, We had competitive maps in Halo Reach via Forge, and they were remakes, as a matter of fact. Um, And we had competitive maps in Halo 5 via Forge, as and they were new as well. Onslaught. Thank you, Clay. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, And then... Getting back to the thing, Beth says, big agree there. I'd much rather have remakes of maps that play well than new bad maps just for the sake of making something new. Um, and definitely not against new maps. I just want them to be good. And then Maddie says, I'd rather attempt at new maps first, though, before going back to the old ones. So here's, that's my conflict, is that as a huge, as a huge fan of Halo 3, Will knows this. I hope you guys know this. I love Halo 3. Halo 3 is my favorite Halo. I love the I love Pit. I love Guardian. I love Construct. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I don't want to see the Pit being remade for the thousandth time and put it back in competitive. I don't want to see Midship being remade for the thousandth time and put in competitive. I don't want to see Guardian remade. I don't want to see, I, I love Construct. Construct's probably my favorite map of all time. I know, crazy. I don't want to see that being remade either. But I will concede that unless they are made with mechanics in mind, like Jessa was talking about, like Beth was talking about, if they take the mechanics in mind of the game that is being played and they utilize it to their full potential, like a developer-made map should... I say should because not all the times they hit the mark. Then okay. But like Maddie said, I would much rather them have attempts at new maps than remaking the old. Because I feel like with the with the amount of creativity that this new Forge is going to bring, based off the leaks that we've seen, again, we don't really talk about leaks on the show, but based on the leaks that we've seen, it definitely feels, and even the developers have talked about it too. So it, they're they're in on it too. So it sounds like these are le- these are all legit. Not that they necessarily wouldn't be, but you know, leaks are leaks. There's a lot of room for creativity here. There's a lot of room for experimentation in here. And while Shirzy, I agree with you where he said that, you know, this is the norm. Though it's the template, right? Everybody knows the old maps, and as for clicks, this only makes sense. Hundred percent agree. Personally, I just hope that they, once Forge releases, and if Forge maps are going to be in the competitive pool, again, it's I'm not saying it's a shoe-in, but it we've seen it consistently in previous titles, that I would love them to do new stuff first. I'd love them to experiment with things first. And we know how many creative people are out there in this scene. There are so many phenomenal Forgers out there. And the best part is, is that it's not just them 
It's all these new people who are going to be coming in for the first time with Halo Infinite's multiplayer being free to play. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Forge is also going to be free to play because it's a multiplayer component. And the amount of new people that can come in for the first time, it's going to be fully on PC as well. We had a taste of it with Halo 5 Forge on PC, but this is like fully... I'm really excited to see what everybody's going to be able to do. All the new people that are going to be coming in using it for the first time. It's, it's going to be awesome. And I just really hope that we get new stuff first, maybe with nods to the old stuff, you know, like a little callback, but like, I just want new. What do you want? Will? Mm. Do you want the pit? No, (laughs) to be honest, while you were going on there, my mind was like, is live fire kind of like the pit reimagine? You have three sides, three alleyways. You have a snipe tower on one side. Well, that, it needs to be symmetrical though. But it's got like the little like in the, the same aesthetic. <laughs> in the in the center, you have the little like outcropping, like where rockets in green would be, right? Yeah, you have green technically. And then like instead of just there being like a little cubby hole, there's a drop down. And, and there's a new there's that a bottom drop hole. down is like where uh, opposite sword room, the hallway that drops into OS. Yeah, bottom pit. Holy I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like connecting dots. You're like, did they just like take elements of the pit and just shove it into live fire? I mean, I mean, you could, you could literally sure, say that about that logic. Then catalysts is narrows. There, yeah. 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 Now we just need a snowbound remake in infinite. That's a joke. I fucking hate that map. It was like, I'm fucking out. Uh, I don't know about that one. Snowbound, a snowbound is like one of the worst <laughs> things in the world, by the way. Um, but- Tools got that be lit. <laughs> Tools get the fuck out, dude. Uh, hey, can we at least have boundless? Can we at least have boundless? <laughs> Holy shit. Snowbound's trash, man. Actually, fuck that. We need isolation. We need the sphincter reborn. That's what we need. You know the sphincter. sphincter. Yeah, I know oh, the sphincter. Yeah. Who doesn't know the sphincter? The fact, the fact that the sphincter is an official call-out, in my mind, on that map. We need an isolation remake, guys. We need we need Halo no. Infinite textured sphincter. <laughs> high-end sphincter? High-end, high-res sphincter. We need 4K, 4K Dolby Vision sphincters in Halo Infinite. That's what we need. Oh man. Uh anyway. Sorry. Derailing. No, um, I think I would like the new stuff over the old stuff. If it plays if it all plays well, the thing I'm worried about is I'm seeing these creators add all these elements in. And like, okay, am I only gonna get fifty FPS on this map because oh, there's man. so much shit on it? Like, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. that's what I'm worried about. Is it gonna chug machines? Are people gonna lag out of these maps? They gotta work well if they're gonna be in rotation. So, so here's Here's the other thing to keep in mind too. I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I'm assuming that these uh, builds of Forge that these people have gotten their hands on are on PC only. I would assume so. And if you think about it, Forge has to function on the original Xbox One. One. The original Xbox One. The One, yeah. I mean, Infinite barely functions on that thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying a lot of people play on the original console. Don't get me wrong. But it has to function on it. Tool says, uh, no Forge maps will be in matchmaking rotations until like a year. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It, and that's why I said it's out of the realm of possibility. It's just like, no, I'm, my, my, my line of thinking is, yeah, all these maps look so cool with the stuff they're adding, mm-hmm. but what's the point of all that coolness if you can't play on them? Right. Yeah. If they, if they are that bad where it's dropping frame rates, you're getting hitching, whatever. Clambers it, don't work like they should. Yeah. It's going to ruin the experience. <laughs> so they're not going to make it into rotation for the public. It'll be wacky game modes and whatnot, which are cool to a certain extent so yeah. until Excited. things stop working. Yeah. Excited for those. Um, don't be broke, pay to win. Jesus <laughs> Christ tools. Uh, no, but seriously, it's again, the, the discussion around this was for me, it was really like wanting new versus old because that's where I saw one of the discussions that was taking place. And yeah, you, you bring up a good point. It's, that's why I said, again, to bookend it, don't, I don't want people to feel like Forge is going to save this game because it's not. It's not going to save this game. I think Shirzy put it, uh, said it well, where it'll bring people back, and that's great. It's just, okay, I really can't think of another expression for this, but I'm not calling Halo Infinite a piece of shit, okay? For the record, I'm not calling Halo Infinite a piece of shit, but the saying goes, if you polish a turd, it's still a turd, Okay. What was that? Was that Larry the Cable Guy? Or it's probably been a little... Oh, it probably has. But I know one of the one of the is it blue collar comedy? Blue collar comedy to a Ron yeah. White Bill involved. One Jeff of them Fox said it. I thought one of them Larry said the it. Cable guy. Yeah. Um see, I don't think Halo Infinite's a piece of shit. I think it has a lot of problems, but I don't think Halo Infinite I don't think Forge is gonna save the game like people are thinking it might. Um, because a lot of the underlying systems of the title are still not working as expected. And if anything, when Forge releases, it could, it could exacerbate some of these issues. And that's, I'm not looking forward to that. If that's going to happen again, it's part of my cynical brain thinking right there, thinking kind of for the worst. And I don't, I don't want the worst for it. I hope, I hope when it releases in the, and again, it's an open beta, it's going to release an open beta. Um, Briggs said, but the more important question is, will space station gaming come out strong in Orlando with a Kappa? Uh, I don't know about Orlando, but I can tell you about worlds. No. All right. Uh, to go back, funniest thing. Uh, the first citation in the Oxford English dictionary quote, listen, you can't polish a turd end quote comes from Jeffrey Stokes. Oh, Jeffrey 1976 Stokes. book. Star making machinery inside the business of rock and roll. Thank you to our resident <laughs> researcher, Will, aka I, Mr. Mayhem, on the weirdest of fucking things. We've now learned about Bob's your uncle. Um, we learned about that. Yep. We learned about. Didn't we learn about a horse thing too at some point in time? I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah, but no, this is becoming my job is to it research is. the random quotes and where they came from. It is. Thank you so much for that. Tool says, hey, no results matter for SSG except worlds. Thanks, Elamite. I'm telling you, that statement will live in my head rent-free. Until worlds, after worlds, doesn't matter. It's just living in there, taking up a nice little spot. And every time I think about it, I just, I just chuckle. I just chuckled to myself being like, he said that he really did say that. And then the best part is the best part is that they do show out at worlds shout out collect. 
if they do show out at worlds, then I just get to eat my fucking words and they still have the best merch in the game. So it's like a win-win. I will accept that L. I will take that fat fucking L if they show out at worlds. I will take it. But man, they are not it. I've said my piece on them multiple times. All right. Can't wait for the season to be over to see what happens there. Holy fucking moly. So yeah, Forge looks cool. And in the words of our show, we'll have to wait and see. Yes, we will. What the fuck happens? Let's get into some regular news. Drop disclosure by Alex Wakeford. Hey, Justin, if you're still here, this is some information for you because entrenched fracture entrenched returns tomorrow, August 16th through the 22nd. There you go. This will mark week four out of six. That's right. You have three weeks technically left starting tomorrow for the event, which offers 30 tiers of unique cosmetics and rewards for your Eagle Strike Armor Core. They're all not that very good. So get ready to jump into land grab event playlist again and complete event-specific challenges again. Oh, that means if the ultimate's good, then you got to do a ton of land grab again. It is, but if there is one silver lining is that at least it's not LSS. I, I can, yeah. And at least it's not Fiesta. The one, the one good thing, the one good thing that I ever had to say about this fucking dumbass event is that at least it's just a traditional 4v4 playlist that I can not have random spawns for weapons, I don't have to play solo, like, against other solo... Pl- fuck it. it. It's just a 4v4 fucking playlist. Fair enough. Briggs says, I can't wait to see the documentary uh, in a decade about what went wrong with Infinite's development. Dude, neither can I. It's going to be a hell of a time. Can't wait. Mars says, Dragon Ball Fortnite is looking better than Entrenched again for three months straight. You know, as, as somebody who's not that deeply invested in Dragon Ball... When I saw that, when I saw that, uh, like promo picture they put out, I'm like, that's fucking cool. That's fucking cool. I already have my master chief skin. I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting pretty, but like, that's fucking cool. Um, they're taking this whole no FOMO thing too seriously with these same events coming back a thousand times. (laughs) Fucking, Hey, you know, if it ain't broke. Anyway. Good. It's it's a joke because Halo Infinite systems uh, are broken. You know bit. what I mean? I, 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 Crazy. Uh, but let's talk about something that Halo support did that's nice. We like nice here. All right. In between takes of shitting on Space Station and now Pioneers as well. Let's talk about something decent that spawned from something stupid. So Halo helps out. This is by Halo support. And they state... This week's Halo Infinite Drop Pod resolved an issue with the fourth challenge swap slot. Fourth challenge slot that was introduced in season two, which again was fucking stupid, but that's besides the point. Today, not today, but the team granted 20 challenge swaps and 10 XP boosts to all players who own season one's premium battle pass and signed in between May 3rd to August 9th, 2022. These awards are now available to all eligible players and no action is required. Oh, nice. Have a good one tools. Love you. We'll see you later. Shirzy says, let's do fanatic. 
Shirzy, please how, not tonight. Shirzy, how can we shit on Fnatic when they're not even a top 16 team? What is there to shit on if they literally haven't done anything? Just saying. Actually, Shirzy, you want to know a really funny thing? And I've said this before. Another line that lives rent-free in my head was, and I say this all the time, was during Raleigh when the, I believe somebody mentioned it might've been the coach strobe at that time, or maybe it was the, the, the owner or not the owner, but like whatever they had an interview with them, a pre-recorded one that they showed during a break. And the guy said that we, we can build a team. It was strobe. Thank you, Maddie. We can build a team around top free agents and I'm like, good fucking luck with that when you have no free agents to sign. My literal exact thought. Shirzy says, should have picked up cartel like Dan and I told them. I agreed with you. It it blew. I res- Okay, part of me respects their decision to want to field top North American talent. Okay, I fully respect that because, Shirzy, we all, we all know this, that Halo is a North American dominant esport, Right? Obviously, there are a lot of great uh, teams in other regions. We've seen that. We, we saw Barcode even come over and, sh- and do really well on G2 for that short time. Um, hopefully not the final time, by the way. And we know that, that there is top talent in other regions. But it fucking blew my mind that when you have Fnatic, an international organization, not signing an international team, like the fuck you doing? And I was with you. I was with you on the cartel thing. Like, I, yes, I agreed even back then that they should have signed them. It, it was so fucking stupid that Strobe came out. I think we could field a team of top free agents. Like fucking hell you can, dude. All right. Look where it got you. Jesus Christ. There you go. There you go. A shout on... Fanatic for you, Shirzy. You're welcome. But yeah, you, you have 20 challenge swaps and 10 XP boost now, so if you own uh, the Season 1's premium pass. So that's neat. Also, what a really fucking dumb thing to do to remove the fourth challenge. Like, if you didn't own the premium. Get the fuck out of here, that shit. That's it for the regular news. I'm fired up, baby! Cypher Connor Games Watch! And it's time for another roster media part two. <laughs> yeah. We'll call back for earlier in the show. And I said, part one. Now it's part two. We're on to part two. His two comes after one. Do you want me to take this one or are you taking this one? You know, I'll read what Krim said. You go through the everything leading up to that. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Rocker, the Minnesota fucking rocker. Woo! They drop Havoc with Attach, Standy, and Priesta contracts expiring. So they are unrestricted free agents. But there was a statement saying that they are negotiating possibly re-signing them. They're just leaving all options open type of thing. When I first typed this out, I said drops Havoc and basically drops Attached Standy and Priesta. Yeah. Same thing with the next one. 
Uh, yep, Mutineers drops Major Maniac with Sky's Awakening and Yee's contract expiring. See, a Major Maniac just can't catch a fucking break, man. <laughs> Holy shit. He's... Uh, Holy moly, is on a team off a team, on a team off a team. Scherzi asks, who will Crim 7 be playing for? Ooh. The New York Subliners. <laughs> they drop Crim 6 to pick up Crim 7. Shades and all. Oh. Fucking, oh my God, that guy's amazing. Go uh, ahead. Toronto Ultra have dropped bands. Uh, LA Gorillas dropped uh, Guinness. Gunless. Gunless. Oh, I imagine it was Guinness. Maybe I'm thinking of, uh, maybe I need a drink. Uh, do, yeah. bra, blah, blah, Boston Breach. They're dropping TJ Holly. The Boston Breach. Boston Breach. I like that. My, my words are starting to slur together. <laughs> um, and then Josh, yeah. NYSL. What do you got? They dropped Crim 6. Whoa. I know. Crazy. This is what Crim said. I thought I was an incredible teammate this year, but a below average player. The exact opposite of last year, being a better teammate was one of my goals. I spoke to every player at least once a week about both gameplay and career advice, both ways, frustrations, goals, and distractions. Tried to come up with ways to solve things and genuinely wanted to help each and every one of them. Upon hearing uh, what had upset Paco uh, at Major 3, I apologized multiple times over uh, about the Algeria joke. I'm not going to get into it. If you want to read into the Algeria joke, please go do so on your own time. Uh, as everyone can tell, a grudge was still there uh, as it was the first thing that was brought up to me on the flank. During the major, what frustrated me the most wasn't the fact that it wasn't brought to my attention immediately. It was the fact that a player-to-player problem brought the entire team down that event. Everyone burned because of two sentences that I said that someone took offense to. Wasn't fair to the rest of the team. I feel awful for Paul and Kiss, and I'm pissed at Paco for not, for not letting me know what was bothering him. Never had to come to that. Regarding the NEP apology, uh, I'm going to say Neptune, because I bet that's what this is. When a teammate respects and listens to what I'm communicating to them, I know my delivery can be utter shit sometimes, and shit still doesn't work out. I realize that I've done more harm than good in these cases, and I do feel horrible about it, especially looking at the past now. I've always believed that the best teammates are the ones who push you the most. That works with a lot of players. That just That's just what I know, and that's how I found a lot of success. I've also come to find out that it doesn't work with every player. And I stand by my statement that players truly don't give a fuck about each other in this league. You can tell who truly does by looking at teams who don't succeed yet stick. And then burning bridges and a trend occurring. I'm 29. It's not like I'm going to team with these people when I'm 32. Time remains undefeated. And I do not care who remain friends with 90% of these players that I've played with. Past teaming with them, they won't do much into helping me improve once they're on a different team and now my, quote, enemy, end quote. I use that phrase because I've always thought it's my team versus the world. Whether they're wrong or right on dropping me, it doesn't matter to me as it's in the past. I use the past as as motivation regardless. It's unhealthy as shit, but it's the only way I've known to compete. I do not wish to be understood by the many, nor do I care if you understand. I just am who I am. That idiot that's not a moron. If I don't find a new home for 2023, just know that I'm aware that I'm the only one to blame as these trends as my and my character could be things teams want to steer clear from. But I refuse to be anyone but myself for good, the bad, and the ugly. At least he owned up to his shit. To bring it back to Halo. That's what I want from fucking Spartan. Yep. That's that what type Tyler of, that's needs what, to do. That's a type of like owning up to your bullshit. Anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. When he said that, uh, 
I just am who I am, that idiot that's not a moron. And I want to say, oh, moron, like the pioneers are right now. Um, well, I guess I just did say that, didn't I? You did. I did. It's out there. It is. It's out there earlier anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Hot. But no, but seriously, I think Krim, yeah, he technically he did own up to his shit in this statement. And he said he's not going to change. I can't technically blame him for that. He is who he is. He understands who he is. And for for what it's worth, it does sound like he did try to be a better teammate this year. Um, and we'll have to wait and see what happens with him. I still think that he has it in him to compete. I mean, shit, you look at Scump, and he's still competing at a very high level. I don't think age has much. We, If you guys recall from years and years past, I'm talking like this was fucking like 10 years ago. I'm not as like a Falcon one year ago, two years ago, whatever it is. Every, like a lot of people ask, right? Oh, am I too old to play competitively? You know? And frankly, I, no. I think age, this isn't, I do believe that esports should be considered in the realm of a traditional sport, but I understand the differences between them, right? You have sports that are much more physical. You have sports that are much more mental and esports are not like a traditional American football or a traditional football, or as we call it, soccer or like a, I mean, even a golf, a tennis, whatever it may be. It's not a, we, they're not very physically demanding sports where Unless you're Tom Brady and you're protected all the time, you're not going to be lasting long in American football. You're not going to be playing into your late thirties all the time. You know what I mean? We're in esports, and Scump has talked about it in um, in the process. And where it's not necessarily an age thing, it's more so like just a a I guess kind of a motor skills thing, and how. He talks about how the games have progressed so much where it relies a lot more on button presses and button combos in order to do what you want, where he says you have to be sliding all the time and whatnot. And it wears his hands down. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily strictly an age thing. It's just, so yeah, getting back to my fucking point about all this, I think Krim still has it in him to compete. I don't think, uh, I don't think Vanguard was his game. And as we know, and as other pros have stated, the game does matter. Um, some players have better games than others. Some players play with guns better on games than others. It's It just really does depend on the game. Where the core formula of a Call of Duty is there, every game does play differently, believe it or not. this um, Just that in itself, going back to Infinity Ward Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. I really wanted the rocker to stick with who we had because they were all good during modern warfare. Yep. And now that we're getting modern warfare too, maybe they would have that same type of success. Right. And especially it really doesn't help when you go back in time periods. Like if you think about it, you go from, you go from black ops four, you go from advanced warfare, you go from infinite warfare and you go to world war two. Like you have a drastic jump in time periods and the way guns are and like attachments are and movement and like no dolphin diving and stuff like that. Like they're, they're drastically different experiences. Yeah. And yeah, that's, it's difficult. 
Uh, haven't really enjoyed COD since the intro of sliding and drop shotting. There you go. See, it's just it, every game does play differently in that in that space. Mar says, if Daigo can still be playing and he's pushing 40, then Krim can still play as well. I believe the next thing will be slightly slower so he won't be completely out of the game. And that's another big thing. We we have yet to talk about Evo on the show, nor will we. We don't really watch. You Did you watch any Evo? I'm, I'm not heavily invested. Okay, so Street Fighter was probably one of the craziest things because um, of a player who made a crazy loser's bracket run, taking out legends within the space, including Daigo. Um, and yeah, Mar, you're right. If Daigo is pushing 40, 40 years old and not, not just competing, right? Not just but competing, winning. but playing incredibly well and having a chance at Evo, the biggest fighting game tournament in the world. Like that is saying something. It really just, it, it's all about craft. It's all about practice. It's all about, Staying in shape because yes, while esports are not incredibly physically demanding sports, you still need to stay in shape. You need to stay in shape physically. You need to stay in shape mentally. A lot of esports is a mental game, believe it or not. So yeah, it's, you still need to stay in shape. You still need to keep your hands in shape. And yeah, I, I think Krim still absolutely has it in them. I think any player who has the determination to do it and has the, the willpower and the the means to practice can absolutely do it. Um, so yeah, Krim, never met you, but I know like the stigma around you, and I am glad that you owned up to some of your shit within that post. Um, obviously, wish you the best in the future, and hopefully, hopefully you're able to better work with your teammates moving forward. That's all I can ask for. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. It's time for... Will, what'd you play last week? Um, A little bit of Halo Infinite. I told you before we started, I was actually just playing the Team Slayer playlist. And I've been getting BRs pretty much for the last three days straight in Team Slayer. No ARs. Getting and those now, that I'm, now that I'm saying it now, I'm going to go home. And when I play, it's going to be all AR stuff. But anyway, I've been enjoying getting BRs. Awesome. And then um, played a little bit of Rock Band, like two songs when I came over here <laughs> Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What'd you play? I played rock band. That's really, oh, yeah. It. Uh, yeah. The last week's been kind of crazy. Um, yep. And we had a jam packed weekend, so I really didn't have the time to play anything there either. So besides rock band, when you guys came over, so that's it. That's literally all I played. Um, I could have put red dead redemption two on there because I just dibble dabbled back into that because I eventually want to beat that game. Um, I know it's going to take forever and there's other shit coming out. But there's that. All right. There's that. Let's get into some shout outs. All right. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We have uh, Kavote, SP Bombs, Jazara, Welchi, Tugmio, or Tuomio, 
Jolliums <laughs> and Clay with the follows. Thank you all so very much for the follows. And then we have Flynn Lives with the primer, Brian with the 24-month, and Chicka with the two-month resubs. Thank you all so very much as well. You all get a woo! There you have it. Greatly fucking appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Seriously. Thank you all so much for the support. Um, it feels unbelievably awesome. And yeah, the follows, the subs, guys, just you guys just hanging out in chat, listening to the show, watching the show, talking about the show, whatever it may be. It, it truly means the world. And I can't say it enough. So yeah, that's really, yeah, I really appreciate it. All right. Happy belated birthday to a few individuals. Um, well, I, Flynn says, thanks for the show. Finally able to watch live. Hey, thank you, Flynn. Seriously, thank you so much. And thank you for the prime sub. You didn't have to do that. Greatly appreciated. And welcome. Happy belated birthday to Sundance, the OG, APG, Collect as well, and our boy Shot. Happy belated birthday, gentlemen. And then finally, as I'm typing it in the show notes, I want to say a uh, happy congratulations to Tom Ryan, Ogre 2, and his wife on their pregnancy. That's awesome. And they're having a baby boy in February 2023. Holy shit. Not to take away from it. My daughter was born in February. I'm paying attention to that date. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. If my daughter has the same birthday as Ogre 2's kid, holy moly, dude. Nah, it doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't mean anything. Uh, but no, that's really fucking cool. Congratulations to you guys. That is awesome to see. Um, more Halo folks having kids. It's just so awesome. All right. Community creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check them out. We have Bones, the Halo Reach montage by double A. Double A, A, double A. You get it. Neighbor nades. This is my neighbor. Shows you some dope ass nade spots on maps in Infinite. Go check it out. And then HCS Mexico City 2022 photo album has been released by the HCS. Go check out those photos. If you want to see some sick pics, bro. I don't know why I said it like that, but I did. Will, that's all I got. All right. And uh, I'm going to take a sip of water. Water. If you wouldn't mind, plug in the show. First off, we're horrible. Second, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HDS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well, like Pocket Cast. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Let us know how we're doing. What you like, what you don't like. Please do that. Please. Yes. And and also, Will's going to talk about the other places that we're located, but I seriously mean this. Like, he's going to talk about the Discord. He's going to talk about YouTube. He's going to talk about all that. Pop in the Discord. Talk to us. Leave a comment on YouTube. I'm not. I'm not even. Literally, I'm not even talking about analytics or anything like that. Like, if it. No, we. we I. I've been looking at all the YouTube videos lately and checking those comments. Yes. And just seeing what people are saying. Yes, we we will try our damnedest to respond as well. Like, if you just want to keep a conversation going, please do so. We're here. We're alive. We're not just 
closed off between an iron curtain. Like we'll, we'll talk to you, please. Yeah. We are available on other days than Monday. Yeah, absolutely. We're available every day. So, uh, and also that- it's not an ad for pocket cast. I just want to say that. Too. Oh yeah. Not an ad, not an ad. I just really love that application. Hashtag not an ad. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. As Josh said, uh, join the discord. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or on our link tweet tree on our Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we are on there. Go follow us, please. You don't have to if you don't want to, but communication goes out from Twitter a lot. If the show is uh, moved times for whatever reason or um, just some things during the week that get put out on Twitter. So if you check that out, if you're not in the discord, the, the best way to know about things that are happening with this is on Twitter. Yeah. Like that is where the main line of communication to people is going through besides discord. Obviously we do have an Instagram and a Facebook, uh, not used as much as we should, but you know, they're there. If you want to check them out, it is Facebook for fuck's sake. Just search for HGS pro talk on all these platforms so far. Yeah. Um, if you want to catch up on VODs or watch any past shows, uh, we have like an interview series on there as well. Um, long form and short form, yep. go check out YouTube dot com slash hgs pro talk and i have shirzy i've already talked uh, about um but interviews are going to be in the works i'm gonna say very shortly wills this is the first time wills hearing me say this for the record but i am working on things um outside the show and yeah very shortly Things will start happening. So yeah, if you want to catch any of those vibes, go check them out on YouTube. Yes. Um, if you want to watch us live, come find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash HGS Pro Talk, right 7 p.m. Central Time Mondays. Most times. Most times. Yes. Go to hgsprotalk.com with the link to our merch and some new merch in the top right corner that Josh put up. Yes. Cool stuff. Go check it out. New stickers. New merch. Um... And we're also in the process of doing something different there too. And that again is, that's the only thing I'm going to say, but uh, we have a new tri blend on the store. It is of the black logo of HCS pro talk. And it says HCS pro talk on the back as well. And then yes, like we'll said new stickers are on the store as well. And also I want to say, I put it on Twitter, but I'm going to say it right here on the show as well. If you are going to be at world's, Come find us. We'll have stickers as well. And they're free. All right. Last piece here. Don't forget to check the fine folks out over at EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. Yes, the podcast Evolve folks. They have shows such as Podcast Evolve, Mission DB, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines. Halo Gear Guide. Halo Gear Guide. Yes. And we have our own little section on their site. We uh, we're, uh, I appreciate that they put us on there. Yes. We're the little, uh, you know, competitive side to their lore and uh, campaign side. It's bridging the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go check out <laughs> EvolvedHalo.com, please. It's great. Great place. Do it up. That's all I got. Oh, sh- uh, this, is, this isn't that either. We're not affiliated with the organization at all. But also a shout out to Gamers First, G1. Um, this shirt got here real quick. Oh, yeah? Like, real quick. The optic gear got there in, like, four days. Seriously. Like, what What the heck? That's awesome. That's, yeah. I was expecting, like, oh, I'll order this, you know, usually from orgs. They, it takes a couple weeks. Ah, came real quick. Real quick. That's, yeah. 
Just shout it to them. Doing it right for now. Don't fuck it up. <sighs> Maddie says, still waiting for my Believe the Hype merch. Well, you got to believe. Maddie, got to believe to receive. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 248. 248 of this wonderful slice of heaven that we call HTS Pro Talk, um, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Uh, if you are watching live, thank you for taking the time out of your Monday evening to join us. Uh, it is greatly appreciated. Thank you for joining in the conversation about the topics that we had, uh, chatting for the first time, whatever it may be. We appreciate you. Thank you for doing so. Um, we know everybody's got busy schedules. Life is gets in the way a lot of the time. Trust me. I know. And, yeah, we just hope that we are available to be that kind of s- step away from it all. Take a break. Hop on with us while we shit on other things that are taking place. <laughs> and uh, bask in it. You know what I mean? Um, if you're watching the video version of this show. Hello. This is for you. This is a little one-on-one segment, you know? That's all I got. Thanks. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the show, thank you very much for doing so as well. Hope you're all having a great day, night, week, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. Hope you had were able to take some time to step away from it all and just not have to worry about the stresses of life for at least a couple hours of the day. You know what I mean? Guys, we'll be back next week to talk about I don't even fucking know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're going to talk about the HCS Australia, New Zealand uh, qualifier that takes place. We're going to talk about that. Talk about the results from that. Talk about some more shit. And hey, you know, this is the competitive Halo community we're talking about. So you're, you know there's bound to be something that happens over the course of the week that fires people up. And of course, we'll talk about it on this show. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Talking about I don't know what. But until then. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mar. Love you. And Maddie, I love you too.